You have to know a bunch of different things about your country, about voting, and also whether or not certain people who have been on air with us, Taryn, on Thursday for What Do You Do, mm-hmm. actually back it up. True. Today I realized that this man is not a liar. He does have the body to back it up. Definitely. Please welcome. And you got the eye. <laughs> magic, magic mic. Yeah. From the IEC. Do you know why? I think people are missing the point as to why we call this gentleman Magic Mike. Yeah. It's because he's so good at information around the polls. So that's why it made sense to us for, to call him Magic Mike. But uh, just with all the decorum, the IEC and all the work that you and your team does, Mike, in the provincial setting, Thank you for all the hard work and welcome to the studio. Hi, Carl and Taryn. Hi, how's it? And it's good to be back. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking out that poll story. Uh, you know, it's not <laughs> polls, it's voting. Voting. Uh, so let's poll. talk about polls. Yes, po- not polls, yeah. voting. Yeah, voting. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I was talking about the other ones. I know. Yeah, you know, yeah. most. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, but thank you for answering all the questions. Remember, once again, what do you do revealed another expert that we could use in the setting yes. we've just had a lovely registration weekend uh, I, I didn't prepare you for stats but I mean just vaguely how was this weekend the last um, registration weekend for voters look uh, um, within this province we had I think close to 150,000 registration activities wow in other words that is people who are first time or who re-registered who moved etc so there's been a lot of activity over the weekend and that's great yes uh, we are obviously busy collating our numbers and and by tomorrow uh, we'll, we'll know the actual breakdown okay that's fantastic mm. and now you know moving forward we we have to wait but but before we wait for the actual voting day there have been some questions that popped up and this mm. is why mm. i'm so happy that you came in today because there were a bunch of questions. And I think the biggest one came through today. It came through on Thursday when you were on with us. But it was related to if you've registered at your same venue four years ago, do you have to re-register again this year? I know it may seem like a bit too late to ask that question, but I thought I'd pose it to you anyway. Uh, it's not too late. Um, but um, if, if your details hasn't changed and you've checked your details online, Yes. And it's still the same. Then definitely you don't have to re-register. You will always be on the voters' roll. Um, obviously, if you've changed your address, okay. then, then yes, please re-register so that you go to the correct voting station. And now you said something very key there. It is not too late. And I think this is what a lot of people are getting confused by. Mm. They thought that that was the last registration weekend. And now we've lost our chance to vote. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Talk to me about this. Um, it was your last weekend when we opened up all our voting stations. So for physical visits at your voting station. Okay. Um, our online system is still open 24-7 up until when the president gazettes. Not when he announced. We think he will announce on, on Thursday, but when the actual gazette appears yes. with a date. That is when voter registration also closes. So until that particular date, um, 24-7, you can go and register online or you can visit one of the local offices of the IEC. That is brilliant. Now, I took you up on that. Mm. This weekend. Mm. I was actually telling Taryn earlier, I was very proud mm. to register this weekend. Even though all my details were the same, but I actually just wanted to go through the process. Go through the process. I'm talking five to seven minutes I was done and dusted. And I just wanted to commend you on that platform. Even though there was a notification saying that the platform was, there was a lot of traffic on that site. Naturally, it was the last registration weekend, mm. so to speak. Very smooth, secure. There was a one-time pin involved. That's correct. And then the SMSs to confirm. Beautiful. Honestly. No, no. That is why we we've, we stress so much the online facility because in yes. the past it was only these physical mm. uh, registrations and 
paperwork and queues, etc. Now we've taken away the queues, we've taken away the paperwork. Um, it's really only up to you. That step is up to you. Um, yeah. I always say um, it's up to you whether you go disenfranchise yourself. Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, you have the right to vote. But if you're not registered, you have disenfranchised yourself mm. uh, um, in order to vote. And so I mean, well done to you, Carl. No, no, thank you. And I, I was very excited about it. I think that's the thing about it is that I've, you know, I think many people, because of what we go through in this country mm. on a bunch of different levels, uh, the pride in voting, mm. it seems to have diminished because of what we, we have done and to be mm. sensitive to all of those things. But at the same time, it's amazing. After I did that process, I mm. really felt like, yeah, that's it. You, you're part of the team. Mate. I'm part of the squad. You know that. And that's mm. the thing. And yep. the squad, I mean, at the moment, our squad's looking good. We got yeah, Bafana there, Drikas yeah, there, yeah. Tyler, who won a Grammy. We, we good. Do that, do that. We, we have, we, our mm. squad is very strong. So to go back to some of the other questions we couldn't answer okay. on Thursday, let's go to just one of them. And I think this is a very, very powerful one. When, if somebody is 17 years old now, mm. but will be 18 Let's just say by voting day. Yep. Talk to me about how that works. Can that 17-year-old who will be 18 a day before voting day, maybe in this calendar year, tell me about the permutations around turning 18 in 2024. Um, so firstly, you are entitled to register from the age of 16, even though you can only vote when you're 18. And that's why we go to schools and we do registration drives at schools, at varsities, etc. So yes. that young person can already register and register online now yeah um because we don't know when the election date will be all right what happens we will programmatically as soon as the president says a date Mm. we then automatically will update the voters roll so that everybody who's 18 on that day or earlier Mm. will automatically be on the voters roll so that young person if if his or her birthday falls just before on voting day they will be on the voters roll Mm. if it obviously is a bit later they'll have to wait for the next election okay but okay. it does it happens programmatically mm. so please just go online let your son register and it will happen when it happens perfect quite that's another one though mm. your question question Darren? yes i'd like to know so to vote is one thing mm. but to make an informed vote is something very important so is there a place where you can read up about the different parties and you know what they have to offer because I think that, you know, it's important to make your own decision yes, based on yes, the South Africa yes. that you want to see. No, very much. Look, it, it's uh, it's always important that you must do a informed choice. So um, I know there's some media houses that do this sort of thing where they interview and, and, mm. and uh, um, go to different political parties. From our side, as the IEC, all we can do is say to you, go to our website. There's a list of political parties with mm. their contact details. Scroll through them, maybe Google them. Mm. Um, and find out more, but we don't keep their manifestos. Yeah, because that's probably something that is very vague and, and whatever. Also, not so, independent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, so we just keep the register of parties, which is their their, their names, abbreviations, and and their contact details that they submitted to us. Um, the best bet is simply to Google, I suppose. If you find a, come across a name of a party, yeah. or an independent for that matter, Google them, and I'm sure you'll find some information. But um, as it currently stands, we. There is not that I'm aware of a a sort of resource center that collects everything. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a good project for somebody out there at the universities or something to do. Yes. Uh, collect 
uh, create a resource center. Exactly, you know? something with, with historical data, you know, present data. So it'll be, it'll mm. be great. That will be a long list. Uh, it will be politicians. Very oh long. my goodness Ooh, gracious! You know, Moss. Mm. Oh. Okay, then uh, Saps messaged in, mm. and this is actually quite an important one. So the po- so the police who are also deployed on That's that right. particular yeah. voting yeah. day, can they vote anywhere? The reason why is that not all policemen are deployed within the area they mm. need to mm. vote. Sometimes they are completely outside yeah. of their suburb and voting area. So yeah. what is the, 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 the call on that um, for policemen? So policemen, like any other South African, yes. okay, firstly, you can apply for a special vote to vote at your voting station all the right. day before the voting the voting starts all okay. right so the wednesday is the voting you apply and say look i'm not going to be in at my home or wherever i'm going to be i want to come to my voting station on tuesday you let us know you send us a sms online etc yeah um the dates will be made available once the president announces the date that is one one option you vote where you are registered a day before yes but you apply the second one is and that's also available to all south africans including saps is you notify us and say look on that day uh the voting day i'm not going to be in my voting district, I'm at work or I'm wherever. Mm. Yes. Um, I'm going to be at that location. Again, we will then simply notify that uh, location where you are going to be at and you can go vote there. The only difference is that if you are voting outside of your province, even that SAPS member, yes. uh, you're not going to get all the ballots because you will only get the national ballot. Uh, okay. There will be three ballot papers for this election. You'll yes. have a national ballot, which is one ballot for the whole country. Yeah. It will be the same all over. You'll have a regional ballot. These are the regional seats that are reserved in Parliament for that particular region, like the Western Cape. So it w- Western Cape will have its unique Western Cape regional ballot because not yes. everybody is contesting uh, for the region of the Western Cape. The third ballot is your provincial legislature. That is where the Premier comes from. Um, and that too will be unique to the particular province. So in effect, you're going to be having 19 ballot papers on election day. Uh-huh. In, in your province, you'll have three. Three. Three, three, but they will all be different uh-huh. except for the national ballot. So if you are registered in Cape Town, but you're in Joburg, you won't find the West Cape ballot papers in mm. Joburg or in Limpopo. The only one you'll find there is the national ballot mm. and you'll vote there. That's what happens with overseas voters as well. I was going to go there. Overseas. Mm. I got a message in from somebody that says they're predicting that they will be overseas April, May, mm. around mm. the prediction mm. of when mm. voting day is going to be. What are they going to do in that scenario if they know I'm going to be in Ireland or somewhere there and you mm. want to vote, but now you are going to be away for voting day? There's no districts, you're not in South Africa. So how would they handle that scenario? So again, uh, once we know the date and of the elections and you know when you're leaving, you can determine where you will be. All right? Yes. And if you're going to be overseas again, what you do is you will apply for a special vote and say, listen, I want to vote in New York yeah. or wherever you're going to be. Yes. Um, in which case, we will then allocate you to that particular mission mm. um, where you want to be. Or if you're in the Netherlands, it will be in The Hague or Canberra okay. in Australia. So you will, before the time, again apply to us so that we know that you will be at a particular mission. And then you go vote there. And applications are on the IEC website? Yes, yes, w- yes. You will, you will be able to do it either uh, um, um, online or you can do it uh, um, through a SMS because we already have your details. Okay. Um, the only time that we will do different is, for example, overseas because it will be a different address. Mm. Typically, if you're saying, listen, I want, to, I want to vote at my voting station a day before, yeah. we know your details. Mm. But if you're going to be at a different location than the registered address that you have, 
we'll, you have to do it online. What does that look like for uh, for expats who are wanting to to vote? I think that's also yeah, quite important. Yeah, yeah. What is that day going to look like for them casting their okay. um, their vote yeah, overseas? Yeah. So what we've done for expats, there's a lot of them living all over the world. Yes. So we've created this uh, what we call an overseas segment. Okay. So you don't have to link yourself to a South African address anymore. You take your address in London or in wherever, right? It's online. It's a it's a separate online facility for expats who are overseas. You type in your address, it will then immediately say, okay, you are in in Britain, so it's London, or you are in yeah. Germany, it will tell you where, where the embassy is. Mm. And that's it. You don't have to, uh, then you registered on the segment for that, uh, to vote at that embassy. You don't have to tell us anything. You just rock up. Mm. It's like when you're in South Africa, once you've registered, you just go rock up, you'll be on the voters row. So the embassies are going to be your voting yes. stations yes. on yes. the voting yes. day. That's okay. correct. There are all the embassies or missions, as they call them, yes. around the world will be, um, I think we only have three uh, which are not operating at the moment. The uh, Department of Foreign Affairs said that it's um, Israel, Ukraine, yeah. and um, one more, uh, Syria, I think. Okay. But it's literally because of the security situation. But for the rest, um, you go to your embassy um, and that's where you vote. That's powerful. Thank you so much. I think there was one of the concerning individuals and... Once again, what if you are in hospital during the voting period? So I think that's it's, it's a curveball. But what happens? Yeah. You fall ill. You're in hospital. You want to cast a vote. You're on your hospital bed. Do you get to miss out on making your mark because of your ailment? Um, again, you need to apply for a special vote. Okay, to vote where you are uh-huh. in the hospital. Yes. And then we will we will we will come and visit you. It's like when you are in oh, old wow. age, it's like when we in the old age home. Yes. Mm. What the law says is that due to your condition, whether you're infirm or, or aged, yeah. you cannot get to your voting station. Mm. Then you can apply for it. So it's not anybody that can just say, I want a home visit. We mm. don't do you know, we're not sixty sixty. Uh uh. So what happens is you you apply for a special vote, you say, Listen, I'm not well or whatever. Um, and this is even at your home. If you mm. can't come to the voting station you will apply before the time. And that is also on, online or uh, um, uh, manually where somebody drops it off. And, and we will then come and bring your ballot That's to you. That's great. It's a really great service as well. Talking about service, and this is my final question. I just, I've loaded you, but no, you were, you were, I, I no love this quick fire. You have no been worries. fantastic. Mm. Uh, so the last one is a message that came through mm. now saying that would the IEC consider doing any sort of special line for those who have to, to you know, they have families babies in hand etc they're gonna have to wait in lines prams etc so um, i think that's exactly where this question is going to is there any sort of i'm going to say uh, accommodation for individuals such as that um there's a practice there's nothing in law but there's a practice that if uh, um, an older person arrives at the voting station or a pregnant lady yes you know or, or moms with kids yes then we allow them to come to the front of the queue um Sometimes, unfortunately, there's a couple of grumpy people in the line. Oh, come on. Uh, but that is the practice. We, we make sure that those who, who need to go first can go, can go first. Obviously, if you, have a, if, you have a, if you have like a tennis appointment or something like that, it doesn't count. Yeah, if you want to go play pedal, <laughs> don't yeah, come. Do yeah. your thing. Yeah. No, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What, a, what a magical question and answer session, especially around something as important mm. as making our mark for this beautiful country. If there's anything lingering in your mind that you want to take a radio opportunity for, Mike, I would love to offer you this opportunity 
to share anything that you want with the, the general public that you think is very pertinent, especially ahead of a big day like voting day? Look, I think the big thing is make sure that you are registered at the right place. Yes. Sometimes we have moved and we don't even realize the last time we, we registered. It's like with your ID, man. Yes. But when you applied for an ID at 16, you gave your address hmm. in Newtonig, where I'm from. Um, now, you don't bother. You think, ah, they know where I am. Yeah, it's yeah. not so easy. Make sure you are so that you don't go to the wrong voting station and then you're disappointed. I'm disappointed. Um, so that's the first thing. And you can still check online or you can just send us an SMS uh, with your ID number. Uh, SMS number is uh, 32810 and it will let you know um, this is your voting station. Or if you like some people like my brother, for example, né? I don't know what contract they are on, <laughs> but Vodacom don't allow them to send us SMS where they charge a rent for some reason. What? Yeah, it's your oh, contracting. Well. Now people say, yeah, you bloody IEC, you know, you send me. <laughs> but it's not us, it's your contract conditions that okay. don't allow you to. So there's a WhatsApp that yes. you can send and that is 0600 uh, 880000. It's a WhatsApp and then yeah. also to ask you, hi, your name, send your ID and mm. they will tell you. Lovely. Um, so we try, eh? we try. No, you've done well. Mm. Honestly, the IEC have done very well. You deserve your flowers for what is an incredible infrastructure plan ahead of this voting day. So No, no, hold that flowers until after the election. I'm going to hold the flowers then. I'll keep them in watered yeah. and in the pot. But you you are wonderful, Michael. To you and your team at the IEC on a provincial level, you're doing so well for the Western Cape. So thank you for all that you do. And you know what? If, you, if anything else pops up, we'd love to invite you back for a chat. Look, anytime, Carl... Uh, Karen, it's always a pleasure to chat with you guys. Lovely. And uh, yeah, no, like I said to, to South Africans out there, this is your opportunity. Um, you have your, opi- your op- opinions. Yes. And you know what you can do. With wait, wait. You, this is your line. <laughs> you have to say this for is us live again. Line. This, is, this is brilliant. <laughs> All right. So let's do the line now. We need a moment for this line. <laughs> Go for it, Michael. <laughs> so um, you know what you can do with your opinion. Shove it in the ballot box. Booyah. <laughs>